When humans do not have a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure, which is self-love. A warped understanding of love seeks fulfillment through things, through sentimentality or sexuality. Pop songs are full of it. The Beatles are known for singing, all you need is love. But they didn't really know what true love is. So pop songs are full of disappointment, frustration, and pain. Because twisted love cannot deliver what it promises. We are filled with a longing for love that the world cannot satisfy. Jesus gives us the great commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. And this is a call for critical understanding. What is love? Love is personal, and yet love is not selfish. When love is self-focused, the result is, as I said, disappointment, frustration, and pain. When we truly listen to Jesus, he gives the most important orientation from the start. Love the Lord your God. And this sets the stage for the biggest decision that any of us can ever make. Every person on earth has to make a choice. Will you give yourself to loving God? Or will you focus on what your own idea of love is and pursue that? There is a brokenness in our world that is in default mode for seeking fulfillment through self-love. There was a pop song back in 1972, because you see I'm getting old. It said, see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're fed that lie. Love is all about me getting my desires fulfilled. And yet, many of our desires are good. We desire comfort and beauty for ourselves and for those we love. When we truly love others, we desire good things beyond our own little personal circles. And this gets complicated. When we wake up in the morning and the news is about devastation in Ukraine and violence in Israel and a massive hurricane hitting Acapulco, how do we begin to understand what love means? It takes a huge step of faith. Embracing a God-focused love. A God-focused love is choosing to love God and to make a choice 
not to focus on ourselves. Now that seems like it would be the opposite of happiness. That looks like a pure path to misery. But Jesus says the greatest commandment is to love God. Because actually our longings are rooted in who God is. Scripture says God is love. So it should be apparent that the one who is love and the one who made us for love is the one who can fulfill our longing for love. The Holy Spirit needs to work that disposition into us. And so love is most of all about God. God is our maker. He knows what is best for us. And speaking through the scriptures, God has promised some incredible and even incomprehensible things. And that's one reason faith and trust are so critical for Christians. We have to believe beyond something we can understand. Scripture tells us that the world is passing away with its desires. Scripture tells us that as Christians, our citizenship is in heaven. And those are things that add dimensions to our understanding of what love is. When we try to make love all about ourselves or only about issues that affect the world as we now know it, we actually destroy both ourselves and our world. And yet that's not to say that God's love is dismissive of our world and its issues. God himself shows us what love really is in this world. And it's the opposite of selfishly seeking one's own way. Jesus told his disciples, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And then Jesus did just that. This is love. Not that we love God first, but that he loved us and gave us his son. Now, one of the best ways to love God is to love our neighbor because we're all made in God's image. We're to desire and to do what is good for our neighbor. And this is the context of the Exodus reading. You see, loving God means something and it shows itself in the way that we treat other people, even those we don't know at all. There is an incredible joy that both goes deep inside us and stays with us for a long time when we choose to do something truly good for someone else, especially if it costs us something. Giving and loving are inseparable because these two things are inseparable characters of God. 
Years ago, someone asked a question that the Holy Spirit has used in my life again and again to challenge me. What are you sacrificing for the redemption of the world? When we love ourselves most, we do not want to hear the word sacrifice. When we are seeking to love God above everything else, sacrifice becomes a way of life. St. Catherine of Siena once said, The devils are afraid to get near a soul on fire with divine charity. We are all hungry for love. Let's be people who learn more and more to love God and to love our neighbor and to be willing to turn loose of the things that a voice inside us says, you've got to have that. So I want to offer a suggest a practical assignment. <laughs> Go into your days asking yourself this double-sided question. Today am I going to do what I want to do? Or am I going to do what God wants me to do as I seek to follow Jesus? Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart. Because that's the only way that our longing for love can be nourished. Then we will grow in the kind of love that both satisfies our deepest hunger and also helps other people see who Jesus really is.